You're listening to the Pedal Pumping Podcast, the podcast that explores and celebrates all things pedal pumping. I'm your host, Mimi Footnip, and I'm a pedal pumping content creator and foot model. Check out my website, mimifootnip.com, if you want to know more about me. If you want to support this podcast, you can do so on Patreon dot com slash pedal pumping podcast. I want to thank my podcast patrons, Riker, Old Dirty Bot, Not a Golfer, Ray Sean, Eric J, Rocketman, Havianas Fan, Austin Joe, Classic Gas Pedals, JB, John H, Michael, and Nikki. Thanks so much for supporting this podcast. I have been really wanting to have more of my patrons on the podcast to chat and share their own pedal pumping perspectives and stories. I just have had difficulty uh, with my life basically between like getting sick and traveling. It's just, I haven't been home very much. So I, and then, you know, we're coming up on Thanksgiving holiday here in the United States. So that also kind of throws a wrench in my schedule, but I do have that very clear intention and desire. So if you are a patron who has had a conversation with me via email or messages about talking on the podcast, send me an email and um, let's set it up. I, if you know if you're available, um, I've got a few things kind of on the horizon, things I'll be out of town for and stuff. But overall, I'm basically around and I want to connect and I want to, if you're so inclined and feel like sharing, I'd love to platform your voice on our community podcast. So I just want to remind you. And if you're wondering what my email is, if you have never emailed me before, it's mimifootnip at gmail.com. And yeah, go ahead and email me and we'll set something up. Um, this week I have, I don't have a lot to share with you. Um, John H reached out and he is going to send me a story to read on the podcast. And if it's too, uh, X rated, I might just read it for patrons only. Um, he said, it's like, I don't know, he's kind of been teasing me with it. So I don't know exactly what it, what it's going to say. Um, but I am trying to keep what I put out publicly, not like, super clean because we are talking about fetishes and you know sometimes taboo subjects like that but at the same time um I don't want it to necessarily be x-rated in the public sphere if you know what I mean so we can be kind of edgy and we can kind of get get into things but at the same time um, I, I need to be concerned. I mean, I've lost all my advertising revenue because we went too far. or I chose to take it too far on this podcast. So, um, and I don't think that will ever come back. I, I think that's a, like Spotify has made their decision and um, we will never get to see another advertising dollar again, which is really unfortunate. Not that it was that much. I think like, 
an entire calendar year, this podcast earned less than $200. So, you know, like, (laughs) I'm not here for the money, I'll say that, but it is kind of discouraging to feel like, I don't know, to feel judged, to feel like you're not worthy of our advertisers or, you know, like you're not, like this fetish is too weird or not mainstream enough or you, or I talk too much about um, maybe taboo things or things that are too sexually explicit. I think that's where actually I got in trouble is really with the sexual explicit stuff. So that's where I'm trying to like kind of keep that not quite so public um and patreon i believe is um i believe i have it set for 18 and over although i don't know how patreon verifies a person's age i just am trusting that by having an 18 and over patreon that it is um at least there's kind of like a warning like this is adult content for people 18 years old or older. So, okay, this week, like I said, I'm sorry, gotten, um, I'm, (laughs) I was eating chocolate earlier and I have chocolate all over my laptop. Um, I, I don't have a lot for you guys this week. I took a little road trip with my mom. Um, and that was really, really nice and really relaxing. We had a beautiful, um, stayed at a beautiful hotel with a gorgeous ocean view room. And even though I live like walking distance from the ocean, it's like a different part of California and a little different perspective of the same Pacific Ocean that I see every day. So uh, I don't know. It's just nice. It's nice to get out of town a little bit. And um, I enjoyed that. And it reminded me of the t- the last time that I went on a little road trip to this particular same place with my mom. We took the Toyota Camry, her car. It's an 03, and it, remember it broke down. This time, luckily, everything was fine. The, the car got us all around, and we had a great time, and it was fun. That car is 20 years old. It's an 03, and I just... I love it. In fact, I was telling her, she was saying, oh, maybe um, I should get rid of this Camry and um, buy Goldie from you because I've been talking about wanting to sell the Oldsmobile. And I'm like, no, the Camry is such a much like nicer car to drive. I would way rather drive the Camry than the Oldsmobile. I don't know. It's like the steering or the, well, they're both V6s. So they both have like good engines. And actually the Oldsmobile has like the best air conditioning of all my cars. But um, I'm still thinking about selling the Oldsmobile. And speaking of selling and buying cars, I did a crazy thing. And on, on the way back, driving back from the trip, like on the way home, there was a car that I had my eye on. It was um, on a, like an online auction. It was being auctioned off online from like an auto auction. And I have not seen this car in person. I've just seen like maybe five photos of it. 
So like not a lot of photos. I don't even think there were photos like under the hood. It was just like, um, like front, back, both sides of the car and like maybe like one or two interior shots like sh like it's a four-door car so like a shot of the back seat and a shot of the two front seats that's all and I was bidding on it as I was driving and I thought that the reserve price um well apparently I think the auction house or the auction place changed the, like lowered the reserve because suddenly I bid and it said that the reserve had been met. So if you don't, if, if the, the way this auction works is if you make, a, if you bid and you don't um, meet the reserve, then you don't win the car. It just like, it's nothing happened. So I was like, well, I can bid up to this reserve price. And, you know, like, even if I'm the only bidder, which I was not, but even if I am, like, I'm not really committed. Um, and you might be thinking, well, then why would you bid? Partly because if you bid and you're the highest bidder or one of the higher bidders, uh, Oftentimes what's happened, at least what's happened to me in the past, is if reserve isn't met, the owner of the car or the auction place will call you and say, well, you know, how about, like, they'll negotiate. And they'll say, well, you know, we're not going to let it go for this, but, you know, how about this, this price? And so I thought, well, you know, it'll give me, um, maybe it'll give me a little leverage or we can have a conversation about it, but I wasn't planning on bidding and meeting the reserve price, but they, I believe, lowered it. And since I was driving, I couldn't really, you know, I wasn't able to really like read the fine print or anything. So I'm driving along and I'm bidding on this thing and there's another person bidding and there's kind of a bidding war going on at the very end and I get kind of competitive, right? So I'm like, I want it. So I won the car. <laughs> And I don't want to jinx it or anything because I don't have, I haven't paid for it yet. The car, the title is not in my hand at this point and I haven't signed the paperwork. The car is like several hours away. So I have to go there in person and, you know, pay for it, do all that, get the car. At which point I will um, film the maiden voyage, not all like three, four or five, whatever hours of, of driving, but I'll, I'll, um, I'll film it and put, post it to Patreon for my patrons to see the maiden voyage of my new, hopefully my new, hopefully new car, my new old car. So the reason that I don't want to say too much about it is because also it's still showing for sale on the auction site with like a buy it now price. And that's because I haven't paid for it yet. So if there's interest out there, you know, I suppose somebody could potentially still buy it out from under me, kind of. I don't know. It makes me nervous. And I don't, I don't think anyone's going to do that, but... My plan is to go Friday 
I'm going to wake up early and um, head out to get the car. And I may not actually be able to get it. I may have to put new tires on it or a new battery in it or, you know, get the oil changed and the fluids topped off or whatever, because I do have to drive it home quite a distance. And with the rains and everything, I just want to make sure the car's safe. Like I want to get home safely and I want the car to make it. It's an older car. So I'll give you guys some hints. I'll give you guys some clues. Um, the first clue is not really a clue. It's just a factoid. It's white. <laughs> I hate white cars. Like I shouldn't say I hate white cars, but I feel, so I used to work for the government and when you drive a car for like a city or county, they are always like white. They always issue these little like white, either white trucks or they're like little white hatchbacks or little white sedans and they're super just, I don't know, generic. I feel like white cars are so generic. No offense to those of you who drive white cars. I think white Jeeps are actually beautiful, especially like the, um, the 90s models with the square headlights. I love those in white. I think they look so good. And I was looking at an 88 BMW that I wanted to buy and it was white and it was beautiful. And I totally would have been happy to have that, but it had a blown head gasket and who knows what other problems. And I just didn't want to take all of that on. So it's white. Okay. So you know that it's got to be a good car if I'm willing to buy it in white. Um, I believe from the information that's available on this car and the, and the mileage and the photos from what I could tell from the pictures, I think this car was probably a single owner car and it was pro it probably did a lot of sitting and I have a feeling it was like, you know, an older lady who passed away and probably her family was just like, let's get rid of this thing. Um, so that's a little bit of a clue. It's an American car. Okay. So it's white. I think it's like a, a granny car and... Uh, it's an American car and it's an early 90s model. So that's all I'm going to say about that for now. <laughs> I may sell the Oldsmobile and the Mercury because I don't have parking for all these cars. But I do think if my new car is what I think it is, and like I said, I haven't actually seen it in person yet, but if it's as great as I hope and expect, then um, yeah, I might just sell the Grand Marquis and Goldie. And I'm still looking for a minivan. I really want to get like a like a Dodge Caravan or something like that um, that's like maybe around 20 years old. I feel like that would be a good um, a good addition to the fleet. 
and that's it for cars for right now. So um, I'm excited to to bring her home. We'll see. We'll see. And I also have to think of a name. I like to name my cars. So yay, I'm excited. I'm super excited. Like I want to tell you guys everything. I posted about it on Patreon last night. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I did this. Oh my God, I just... I won a card at auction. Um, I was the highest bidder. Oh my God. Oh my God. I don't want to jinx it though. I don't want to screw it up. Like it's still available on the website. Uh, and, and they gave me three days to go get the car. So today's Wednesday night. This podcast goes up Thursday and then Friday is like the last day I can go get my car. I think if I don't pick it up and like pay for it and do all the paperwork, they charge my credit card like a a fee like a flake fee for not following through on my my bid so I don't want that to happen but I want to go up and pay for it in person partly because I have to sign all the paperwork and because if I do pay with my credit card over the phone I think I have to pay like a three percent fee on top of all the other fees and charges and everything else so um so yeah and I also just want to go see it before I actually pay so that's my exciting news, you guys. Next week is Thanksgiving here in the United States. I've been thinking a lot about my journey into pedal pumping and how, how grateful I am. And I want to talk more about that, I think, next week and, and just kind of have like a gratitude episode and really an episode that kind of talks about where I talk about my reflection on my journey and like what I'm grateful for, especially the hard lessons. Like there's been a lot of um, growing pains for me in, in becoming a pedal pumping content creator. And I have so much more growing to do. I know I do. And a huge part of that has been thanks to this podcast and its patrons and community members. So I, yeah, I've been just doing a lot of reflecting on that, just kind of on like how grateful I am to be able to have the life that I have and like the ability to purchase new cars, to make content in and just to drive around and enjoy in my life and have relationships with my cars. You know, my mom was so funny too, because she's like, you get so attached to your cars. Where are you going to put all these cars? She's kind of giving me a hard time. Like, cause I, I keep telling her like, I'm going to sell some of them. I'm going to sell some of them. I'm not going to keep them all. She's like, you keep your cars for like decades. Cause it's true. Like I, I pretty much don't get rid of cars until they are like absolutely completely done for, you know, like there's no resuscitating them. I just get really emotionally attached. It's like, especially when they start getting old and breaking down a lot, or you've had like, you know, all these lived all this life experience with your car. There's a relationship there. There's memories. I'm sentimental. <laughs> And even with like Goldie and Marky Mark that I haven't had that long, I still already feel this like bond with those cars. I've talked about it on the podcast before, like 
Goldie is like my favorite barefoot driving car. And the thought of getting rid of her is like, I don't know. She's so great in the summer, blasting that cold, cold, cold air conditioning my bare feet on the pedals like I love that and right now I've been driving Marky Mark a lot more and doing a lot of cranking in the Mercury it's just I love the big rumbly engine and the big leather seats and you know Marky Mark's kind of a little rough around the edges kind of looks like a rough car I think Marky Mark is kind of like a rescue um, wasn't probably treated great by its previous owners um, but there's a lot, there's a lot to love there. I mean, that engine, baby. Oh my God. The day I was driving and I was in a lot of traffic and, um, <laughs> I would, so I was kind of like inching forward in traffic and I would hit the gas and, and, <laughs> and the car would just totally lurch forward. And then I'd have to slam on the brakes because I didn't want to rear end the person in front of me. But just a little bit of gas in that Mercury, oh my goodness, it's like off to the races. That thing is insane. I love tripping the tires. You know, it's kind of hard to do that when you're sitting in traffic. But sometimes I take it out and find some nice places where they're like, you know, they're just like city streets or whatever in my neighborhood. But where there aren't, if there aren't a lot of cars um, and I can like, peel out like you know screech the tires at like a stop sign or a stoplight oh my gosh it's so much fun and everyone if there's like people out walking their dogs or whatever they totally look like what is this lady doing <laughs> and this like gold mercury 1997 mercury grand marquee i had a guy actually a young guy really young like in his 20s in a pickup truck and I'm filming as I'm driving today. Um, I was wearing like black wedge thong sandals and like black leggings and I'm in the Mercury and I have my phone like on a, like kind of holding it on like a tripod filming and he rolls up, he rolls up next to me at a stoplight. It is like totally checking like I could see like he checked out the car and then he like looked kind of looked inside like who's driving this thing <laughs> I have no idea if he saw my um my phone and that I was actually filming a video I kind of wonder sometimes um when I'm at stoplights or I'm sitting in traffic and there's people in um like an SUV or a vehicle that's like much taller like higher up and they can like just look down in the car like if I'm in my BMW if they see me filming what they're thinking I also wonder when I'm in my Jeep too because I get a lot of attention in the Jeep like heads are turning people are kind I mean first of all it's bright red second of all it sounds different like it doesn't sound like you know, a modern car, it's like rumbly and carbureted. And then thirdly, it smells like it's so, so, so like the exhaust is so strong. In fact, when I pull it into my garage, a lot of times I just leave the garage door up for hours just to kind of, otherwise, if I put the garage door down, it's like all that carbon monoxide just gets like trapped in the, 
and, and that gas smell gets trapped in my garage and then it kind of, I don't know, like seeps into my house, I feel like. Also, I've had people complain about the smell, like numerous people in all kinds of situations. Like I might be idling at a traffic light and people are complaining about the smell of my car. Or I had um, one time the battery was like I... I had to jumpstart it. I was like cranking it and the and it wouldn't start. And so I had to jumpstart it off the BMW and I was going to pick up a parcel. I was um, picking up a package at the UPS store. And so I parked the Jeep like right in front of the store, like not like in the parking lot, but like across. So not the front row of, um, what am I trying to do? Like the front parking spots, but like the, you know, acro like across from that. But I could see my car and I could hear it like from running into the UPS store and the workers were all in there complaining about this smelly car in the parking lot. I'm like, oh, sorry, that's my car. That's my Jeep. Um, I'm like, um, I'm, I just need to run it because the, the ba it's got like a dead battery and I had to jumpstart it and I don't want to get stuck in the parking lot. I just want my package. Like, hurry up, get me my stuff. <laughs> But people were like fully complaining about it, like the workers in the store. Um, I've had people complain about it a lot because it's very um, smelly. I think it's, I mean, I want to say like, I think I like it. But at the same time, I have to admit, like sometimes I end up with like a really bad headache because of the smell of my car like driving the jeep will will sometimes give me a headache because of the gas um but it's worth it you know i'm not gonna stop driving it besides it's like completely um you know air conditioned there's no doors or top or i mean it just has a bikini top so it's it's fine just keep it moving don't just sit and idle that's the thing can't just like sit and idle in it because then it really you kind of create like a like a cloud of toxic gases and fumes. But um, I don't know how I got on this topic. I guess just that I get attached to my cars and I'm adding a new one hopefully to my fleet on Friday. And it really, I really am gonna have to get rid of some cars because I don't have enough um, parking spots. I don't have enough places to park cars. So let me know what you guys think. Like which car should I get rid of? I mean the BMW, is not an option and the jeep like those cars um both of them i am keeping for all time um and yeah i don't know and i guess it's hard to weigh in on that because you don't know i haven't said the car that i'm hopefully getting but maybe next week i'll do the big reveal and you guys can tell me you can vote one out we'll vote a car off the island or whatever <laughs> <laughs> and um until next week you guys take care and remember if we've talked about doing a podcast episode together then please email me so we can and with your availability let me know what your schedule's like what time zone you're in and what would be a good time to chat we probably need about 45 minutes to have a conversation and um yeah mimifootnip at gmail.com let's make it happen have a really great weekend. Enjoy some 
safe and consensual pedal pumping because you deserve it.